Today the church celebrates the feast of the Holy Family. I would like to look at all three members of that great, great family. First looking at St. Joseph. I think of St. Joseph, I instantly think of his being a just man. That, of course, required him to know, know the Mosaic law, know the commandments, the precepts, the Mosaic law, 613 precepts, and that he followed them very faithfully. He was a person that, and we've heard recently, times when the angel would appear to him in a dream, give him specific instructions, and that he fulfilled he re, what was required of him. And this was no small task, being asked to, to care for the Blessed Mother, to care for the Christ child. But how often do we, even when we're off by ourselves, no one is looking at us or paying attention to us. Are we so consumed with the Lord as Joseph was in his life, always to choose to choose the right thing? That is not always easy. In the workplace, that can be a challenge. In school, that can be a challenge. I'm sure in some people's homes that could be a great challenge. But we are required, we are obliged to be so faithful to the Lord. So I ask you on this Feast of the Holy Family to examine that in your own life. Seeking righteousness, seeking justice, of course, always tempered with mercy and that we have a grave obligation to other people. If we, we see someone doing something wrong, we have an obligation out of charity, do we not, to correct them? Hopefully always with great charity, yes, to do it, again, as I just said, justice tempered with mercy. But to pray to this great, great saint. How often do we pray to St. Joseph? In his quietness, sometimes he can be overlooked, but he is such a powerful saint to, to pray to. When I think of the Blessed Mother, I instantly think of her humility. At the time of the Annunciation, she was asked, again by the angel Gabriel, to be the mother of God. Here she is, just a teenage girl, certainly not fully understanding all that was being asked of her, but she accepted it. If something difficult is asked of us, do we accept it? I don't know, I don't, I don't want to, hope they're not talking about me, you know, I don't want to do that, right? The Blessed Mother, in her humility, she accepted it, and by her saying yes, she changed the world. 
And by us saying, yes, we too will change, we can change ourselves, and we can change our little part of the world. Or we could change a family situation. Certainly we've been with our families, I'm sure, over these past number of days as we're in this octave of Christmas. Sometimes, not to be funny about it, but it can be sometimes a great challenge to be with family members, right? And yet, we all need, all need prayers. We all need the example of the family, our particular family, and then the family of the church. Oh, how we need strong marriages these days. We need families that are praying together, indeed, that they stay together. And in that humility of the Blessed Mother, when we see this, it's never about ourselves. It's always pointing, pointing to the Lord, pointing to him and asking him, am I supposed to be speaking at this time? In my listening, Lord, help me to listen as you want me to. Lord, help me to, in all that I'm doing, if you want it, that's what I want. If you do not want it, I don't want it at all. And so the Blessed Mother, she is such a powerful, powerful intercessor on our behalf. I hope and pray that you're praying the rosary frequently, at least five decades of the rosary every day. Because if we do this, we're asking her to come to, to our assistance at this particular time, however it's going, and however the age of the person, and also asking her in, in humility to be with us right before her her divine son is going to, we're going to meet him. Now, pray for us, now and at the hour of our death. What a beautiful prayer. And all those Hail Marys, they will be remembered by her. All those times that we have, in a sense, emptied ourselves out to be filled to overflowing with the graces, blessings, the Lord wants to fill us to overflowing with graces. But do we believe that? And do we desire that? And certainly when I think of the Lord, obviously I think of his great, great charity, his great love for us, the example of the cross, how much he loves us. And may our hearts always be conform to his heart. May his sacred heart, when it beats, may our heart beat as one, that we're so aware we have our eyes and our ears wide open for what he, the, the graces that he wants to give us. But again, we can choose to squander the graces. We can choose to say no. The Blessed Mother said yes, and look what happened. If we say yes to the Lord, great things will happen to us. There may be pain involved in it. There may be persecution. There may be misunderstanding. 
But if we're doing it God's way, as we have been saying in the Advent season, Emmanuel, God is always with us. And he desires and wants to bring everything to its proper completion, its proper fulfillment. Dear friends, on this feast of the Holy Family, may we pray then to be just people like St. Joseph. May we pray to be humble, asking our Blessed Mother to help us, particularly in time of need. She, that maternal care, many of you in the congregation as a mother would fully understand that. And may we pray to our Lord that when we do meet him, that should not terrify us. That should, we should not be afraid of him. Of course not. He went to the cross out of love for us. We come from our own particular families. We have the beautiful family of the church, a beautiful parish here at St. John's. May we pray that we can continue to be great instruments of, his, of the Lord's divine love. And friends, if we're doing this, blessings will abound for all of us. Amen.